On this episode of Pavelcast, we have Matt Rogier. Matt is a builder and world travel extraordinaire. With him, we traveled all over the place in East Asia, from Thailand to the Great Barrier Reef, Australia. Uh, we learned about him growing up Mormon and his baptism and working a farm in Missouri. We hear Powell's regular meditation pitch, discuss the best weather months in San Diego, figure out how Matt actually learned his builder craft, and we try our hardest to teleport to a pretty cool place in Indonesia and get a mighty fine hot sauce tip. Enjoy the show. We're on another beautiful day here in La Jolla, San Diego, and I have here my great friend, wonderful person, Matt Rosier. Uh, pronounced Rozier. I'm not that French. Yeah. Was it Rozier? Yeah. Oh man. I, See, gu- I, I guess we're not that close after I guess all, Pavel. Not that close. Fuck. <laughs> I can't even. You can't do enough. Blew that from the get go and take two. Pavelcast. Pavelcast. <laughs> hey, Matt R is our guest today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Here what's he is. Ro- what's Rozier? Was a not French. French. Yeah. French or German, actually, depending on how it's spelled. So I have French blood, German blood. Where are you from? Born in Texas, yeah. down in Brownsville, very southern tip now. How old were you when you moved from there? Five. Okay. I was five. I moved to Missouri and grew up on a farm milking cows. Shit really? like that. Yeah. I'm a farm boy. How old were you when you left the farm? Uh, 15. Okay. So going back, like, how old, so you, okay, what's farm living like as a, well, really young, right? You, well, it was in Missouri and, you, you know, you, in the wintertime, it's terrible. It's brutal. And you're like six years old and you got to wake up before it's even light outside and frostbite country and go milk cows and really? stuff like yeah everybody this, had to do it well yeah some i mean i got a big family so some of us were lazier than others uh, i was always kind of a worky one so how, how many brothers do you have uh six sisters and three brothers ten kids altogether. <laughs> yeah that's funny because most people just go nine kids wow i'm like fuck i don't exist you know like <laughs> dicks assholes mm-hmm. gotcha Okay, so you're growing up with the whole fam. Where are you in the uh, order here? Lucky number five. It's not bad. I know. I'm, I'm the youngest of the oldest. You're the youngest of the oldest. If you cut <laughs> yeah, it off in the middle. Has, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And I think it's funny because you know people will be like, I'll say five, and they're like, oh, classic middle kid syndrome, and I'm just like, there's eight middle children. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're all very different, so I, I don't really go with that philosophy. Is it so? Is it because you're Mormon? Like you were used to be Mormon? Uh, my fam, my family's Mormon. Yeah, I, I was like twelve and I called it a day. I'm like, I'm done. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually really into it when I was a kid because it made my parents really happy. And then, literally, by the time I'm twelve, I'm like, what are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, I'm just not a religious person. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, and at that point in time, I was just like, okay, we're good. And they're like, did you have to leave the house? No, 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 no. My parents are actually really cool. And, I mean, they were like, I'm like, I'm done. And they're like, no, you're not. And I'm just like, yes, I am. And they're like, we got nine others to worry about, so whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, you were the first one to call it quits? Yeah, well, my brothers did at the same time, too. They're both older than I am, but not quite as brash, I would say. So Fair I, enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of a group effort. But also, we were in so much trouble all the time anyway. We caused so much havoc when we, they more, made us go to church anyway. So might as well. Like, yeah, 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 it's just like it's too much of work. So, yeah. But they're really good people and they, like, I, st- I have a great relationship with them even though our... There's no, like, excommunication yeah. or anything? Does that happen to all yeah, They families? can. I mean, technically, I'm probably still a member of the church because I never did anything. I'm like, I'm not going to... I don't have any contact with you. You're kind of just like, um, you're a lost lamb, let's say. 
In their eyes. Uh, in the church's eyes, perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not you coming. I'm not church. coming back. Whatever. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Doesn't matter. The Look, I'm also kind of not really religious. Yeah. Even though I also had a fairly like a period of my life was some like I was surrounded by religion, but I was yeah. never into it. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I don't know. They get you when you're young and you're excited about things that are going to happen. Like you're eight in the Mormon church, you're eight when you get baptized. So you're like looking forward to that. Being baptized. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's a big step. And then like, happens? you basically, <laughs> the water's very comfortable. Yeah. You basically, you, you, yeah, you wear white and then somebody says some words and dunks you. And then like everything you've done before that, you know, at eight with all your massive amount of sins are all cleansed away. I'm like, yeah. can we try that at like 40? <laughs> like, that'd, be that'd be a lot better. But, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, but you, so look, you literally take a little dunk in some water. The priest does it. Yeah, but I mean, it's this really big, like giant square bathtub thing. Well, the one that I was in, and it's like in a special room of the church or something okay. like that. Nothing too crazy. I mean, people are in there, and it's like no like pews or whatever. It's not like when the baby gets baptized in the movies. Uh, no, yeah. No, it's 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 a much bigger bathtub for. I mean, like it would yeah, be, it would be it's like a giant jacuzzi, but there's no jets. It's, but there's not a lot of people people are watching you. There there are people, but it's like yeah, like family and like other people. I don't know. But it's not like a big room, huh? The bagels afterwards. I don't know if they do bagels. That's what the Jews do. After, uh, yeah. after we do like a ceremony, the bagel did sound a bit Jewishy. <laughs> after they, after they do the foreskin cut off, the uh, it's a, they do the bagel unlocks. We we have that in common. I got that snip. Luckily, I'm, oh, not, you were, I'm not one of those filthy animals that uh, didn't get well, their wiener snippered. Well, uh, why did well you, you made an assumption? Well, no, so my two older brothers didn't. Oh yeah, dude, you didn't have a choice. Well, you I never mean, got. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't have the like, foreskin taken off. I, I still have it. Oh, you're. What are you, <laughs> I'm a filthy animal. Get out of here, Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Go get an extra wash. <laughs> and yeah, no. I, my uh, unfortunately during the time where I was walking around Russia, with a corn dog, they could not get, find a uh, a mohel to do it when I was younger. Like, oh wow. Part of the religion. There's no religion, right? And yeah. then it just just never happened. Uh, dad was asking, oh yeah. Okay. Now I'm piecing it together. Russia not so big on the religion <laughs> yeah, and all that. Okay. That's the thing. My dad Copy. asked me to do it, but I because he felt he wanted me to do it before I was 13. He felt it was his obligation, and then becomes uh, your obligation. But I'm, I'm I'm good. You're like I'm cool with that obligation not happening. I you know maybe if I like when I'm 95. In the Bible, Abraham he like cut off his foreskin when he was like 90. I can't feel it anymore anyway. I'm just do what you want to do. I don't need it. Maybe it'll maybe it'll help me pee easier. <laughs> I mean, it's I I think it's a wonderful thing. Tremendous the foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> you like it? I guess it's what you're used to. It's what you're used to. I mean, I just it, want... it comes with challenges, but I think. Yeah, like I've never had any sort of issue. Or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I said, my two older brothers they had the snuffleupagus. Oh, they do have them. Yeah, like I don't know why, but me and then my brother younger, and we were lucky and well, got. What we got to your brothers? They have like itchy dicks. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, we used to all take baths together when we were little kids, and I was just like, that thing's fucking nasty. Like, <laughs> 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 it just it just looks wrong, you know. Like, yeah, it's but, just different. But yeah, it's you know, it's what I my my. my I think yours look wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, but has anybody ever said your dick is delicious? <laughs> Because that happens to me quite a bit. And, and and beautiful. I've heard that one before, too. They're like, beautiful. Um, no, mine is more functional and, like, uh, uh, like feels good. <laughs> no one... A couch can feel good, too. Do you want to look at a shitty-looking couch? <laughs> um, 
This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Data Follow. If you need data, don't call me. Call Data Follow. No, no, it's all good. You're I welcome. Mean, you can edit that part. <laughs> no, I like that. Fuck it. Like, you got to be authentic. No, maybe authenticity can get us more listeners. Oh, good. Listen to Podcast. Please. I said. Kindly. And then what happened when you moved out of Missouri, where you were literally milking cows? Did you, were your parents working at all? Um, it, we could talk. Now? We could talk about the ups and the downs of the farm, and then like we lost, like we were dairy farmers, and then we lost that, and then we were just working the land for a while. So my gra- my my family's super poor. My grandpa actually owned the farm, and we were basically slave labor. Nice. So yeah, nice. yeah, my parents never really got much out of it. Great people, good at raising kids. I think, um, not the best business savvy people sure but they're just they're they're just too nice for their own good in a lot of ways you know so um but i love them they're the best i know other people were you know religious families and you know somebody doesn't like the religion and there's all this controversy and all that stuff where my parents just pretty much let me be me you know they would they would have preferred it other ways but at the same time it was never like a thing you know there was never like a school there and missouri yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, public school. I mean, you had to, we had to take a bus into the next town. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's rural. I yeah, know. we were way rural, yeah. And what, and what happened when you said at 14 you moved out? Um, so actually, when I was 14, I, uh, my aunt and my cousin, who I grew up with when we were really young, she was born like a week after I was, so we were like yeah. super close. Yeah. And then uh, my aunt, who's my mom's twin sister, uh, they, they lived in Florida. They came out for a visit, and I'm just like, and I was getting in a lot of trouble. We won't even go into all that stuff. No, Ah, it was a bit of a chaos. Um, and anyway, I actually, I was just like, I want to go live with them in Florida. You know, just, I want to go try that. And my parents didn't like it at first, but then they kind of saw like, oh, maybe it'd be good to get, him, get, get him away from some of the elements that he's playing with and all that stuff. So it was my idea. I talked them into it. And then I went there and I was there for like five months, I think. And then like, I, I actually, I told my aunt and uncle not to tell my parents I was coming back. I bought a ticket for the Greyhound bus. And then took the Greyhound bus from Florida to Missouri okay. on my own. And then had my brother steal the car and come pick me up. To surprise them? Yeah. <laughs> Were they surprised? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but who, who does that? Who does, who does that anyway? That's a 14-year-old troublemaking kid go off on his own and take the bus from Florida. Well, you know? though, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I never felt any threat at all. Actually, I met, I met this one guy. Maybe he wasn't much older than I was. And I'm like, you know, we're still we're both poor asses and something like I don't remember. I ended up trading some clothes with him. Oh, that looks cool. He's like, that looks cool. Nice. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Ghetto bastard I was. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah. So back in Missouri, and then I mean, there's a lot Lots you could unpack in there, but yeah. we'll skip through. My so my dad, he started getting ill. He was in Vietnam, and um, probably some exposure to that. So he started having like these mini seizures and stroke type things. Nobody could ever figure it out. And he was from Utah, so then we moved to Utah when I was 15. And then I was you there. You a bunch of time in Utah, yeah? Yeah, 15 till 22, and that's when I... Basically, I, I, I never liked the winter, but I tolerated it. And then uh, it was a defining day, actually. It was in the spring, and me and my brother had bought a house. Because, well, I could do a lot in Utah, too. So basically, when I was 17, my parents wanted to move like an hour and a half south, and I'm just like, I'm not leaving... And, you know, I had a job and I was in high school and all that stuff. Yeah. And then so I, me and my brother ended up getting an apartment because I'm like, I'm not moving down there. I'm staying here to finish school. I got yeah. friends and the life yeah, here. I'm yeah. not going down to like some podunk area. No, yeah. And they're like, we can't control you. We never could. So <laughs> go ahead. 
so basically my whole senior year of high school I was like I, I was my I was my own thing so if I needed to miss a class I'd just sign a thing you know like you dude, dude, or, yeah yeah so I mean yeah it, it was I was like my own legal guardian at 17 yeah. or whatever but legally like you mm-hmm. pulled off the legal paperwork no I never did that it was just more like verbal agreements with the school and stuff like that gotcha. yeah so, but, you know, I had to work, you know, pay rent and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I had it worked out with the school so I could leave my last class early every day so I could get to work on time. And then I worked till like two in the morning and then I come back and I'd be in school. What were you doing? I was, uh, I was working in a, it was like a cotton processing plant where you mix in like all the different fabrics for clothing. Like, so you mix cotton with like a polyester blend uh-huh. that would go into this machine and mix it all out and then come yeah. out and then you had to, it was not like rocket science, but you know, for a seventeen-year-old kid, I was making some decent coin, and the hours worked out. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was that. Anyway, graduated high school. That was only the second one out of five at the time that had graduated high school. Wow. Not bad. That's excellent. I uh, know. Anyway, uh, how did I get? How did you manage to make your way to San Diego? So, so I was a farm boy, then I was a mountain boy, and then um, no, it was. Like there was there was a day it was spring. This is like years after high school, obviously, because now I'm 22 at the time, and I just mowed our lawn. Like my my, my brother and I, we got a house, and, and then all my friends from high school rented the rooms for us, so they kind of paid our market, you know. So and then, um, yeah, I just mowed the lawn, and I'm like, you know, winter's over. It's like early early spring, but it's like spring. Everything's blooming. It's gorgeous. I'm like. The fucking nightmare of winter is over. Mm-hmm. And then it dumped like a foot of snow the next day. I'm like, I will never live here for another winter. And then the next year, it was like August. I'm like, oh, fuck, winter's coming. I got to get out of here. I forgot about that because I was just having fun. And then I'm like, oh, I went to San Diego once. Like, I was just on a road trip with my buddy. He went to see his dad in Oxnard. And we dropped down here for like a, a day. And I'm like, it was nice down there. So then I just didn't know anybody. I just put all my shit in a truck, put my car on a hauler behind it. And then drove out here. I didn't have a place to stay. Didn't have a job. Didn't have a single person. I lived in like hotel circle for two weeks while I was looking for a house. Oh. And from there, outside just kind of inside a hotel. Inside, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just sleeping in the truck, you know, like at the hotel circle, like overpass. Yeah, my motel six, hotel circle. Boom. That was my first residence here. It's not bad. But then I was like, I'm spending way too money. It's way too fast, and I don't have a job. So then I ended up finding this good deal on a house, and then you know, hey, ta-da. Dee, 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 dee. Nothing else has happened since. That was it. No, I mean, that's not true. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that was a nice little story of like, how you came here, like, a little background. But, like, I think was, You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I think what's more fascinating is your approach to life today and kind of like the way you, know, the way you do things. Like, so, first of all, like, you're, you're pretty fit. When did you get into fitness? Like, why? I've always been athletic. It just, it, just, it just feels right, you know? Like when you were like six-year-old, you would be like, the quickest at milking the cow. I was, I was, I, I mean, we had competitions, and I always can't be. They were older, but I was faster. Uh no, no, I just, yeah, I, I don't know, yeah, I was always very like a physical, physical kid. Yeah. I remember my, sorry, my brother's three years, my oldest brother's three years older, and he'd have his friends, and then like they try and pick on me, and like there's this one. I remember this kid like tried to bully me. We were playing like basketball or something like that, and one of my and he was like a lot bigger than my brother and like twice the size of me. I ended up like picking him up and then like doing a backbreaker Ooh. move and drop him on my knee. And my dad had heard the scuffle and I just looked up and he standing on the porch just with a big smile. <laughs> I don't know. Just he was one, happy for you. Yeah, he was just like, I like that. That was really nice. Yeah. Um, no, I was just. How'd you learn how to fight? Did you I, I, nope. I just kind of. 
wrestling watching? Wrestler, I was always, always good at wrestling. Just, I mean, probably playing with my brothers who were originally bigger than me, you know? Mm-hmm. They're older, so. Now they're smaller or yeah. same size? Yeah, I oh, passed really? them up pretty. I passed my brother, just older than me. I passed him up when I was like two months old or something. Because I was huge and he was small, so I'm like, Burr. Yeah. And then I just stopped growing. I didn't actually get that big. Yeah, you're fine. How yeah. tall are you? I'm like 5'11. I'm like 5'11 too. Twins! Twinsies! Scootle doops. Um, what do you do for working out these days? Uh, I got a nice little system. So, I, I, Give people you, like you, you, I've traveled a little bit, you know? Yeah. So yeah. basically, just from that and liking to stay fit, I don't need a gym or anything. I just kind of develop this workout routine that I do. Just I don't need any weights or anything. It's just stuff that I can do any place, anytime. You know, like just mostly sit ups, push ups, squats, stuff like that. But just a whole different range of different exercises that kind of work different and stuff. So do, I get it. Like, yeah. And do you just like today? You just get up there and you do whatever you feel like doing every day, or do you have like a method to the madness? Uh, well, I definitely don't think that much through it, but yeah, yeah, it switches up a little bit, but most of the time it's a lot of the same stuff. Oh, it just, it's just, walk me through a routine, though. I mean, it takes me about an hour. Well, take, well yeah. it depends on how much of it I do. So now I do, uh, I'd have to like show you, I don't know. Like, is, it, of, is it like, on a paper? Huh? What do you show me? Like, you have it written down? Or, oh, no, the moves are called. Yeah, 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 just like what I would do, like it's a lot like, of different leg ri- lifts. Like while you're like laying down, you're doing all these like yeah, like for like lots of reps. Yeah. How many reps? Well, everything's different. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I just not on paper. I don't know. Yeah, I can give you a list later. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so basically you're doing some body exercises. Mm-hmm. What are you doing consistently? Yeah, and uh, you know sometimes. Every day. Not every day. No, no, like five days a week. Usually like three, maybe four. Hmm. It just depends. What about like movement in general? Like, do you want to do, do a lot of walking? Or oh yeah. Well, I'm with my work, you know, I build yeah. shit, so always moving, doing stuff like that. Plus, I'm not a docile person. I don't really can't sit around for very long. Before so I'm just like, work- I'm bored. <laughs> what's the workout for? Is it like to kind of keep muscles? Just, I did well. One, if I like, yeah, I, I do it. I do it. I do it partially to look good. Yeah. You know, because you know you like to be attractive. It kind of makes things easier. And then, uh, but also I feel better and like I can, like, if I want to go do something that takes a lot of exertion, it's not like it's something you that's really hard it. for me. Yeah. I got good stamina in many different aspects. Do you, do you think you can maintain it for like a long time? Yeah. I mean, everything comes to an end. Like, I mean, you know, so I'm 43 now, like enough, you have to change your diet too, you know? So it's like, you know, when I was 20, I could do whatever I wanted and like, I just do a sit up and I'm like, ta da! You know, like, now nah, it's changed. You gotta do a little bit more work and work a little smarter, a little differently. But I don't know, so far I'm doing okay. I like it. You're doing good, yeah, it's fine. Thanks, Tiger. Do the listeners like to listen to it? Go into a glass? Yes, of course. Didn't get much glugging. Sorry, listeners. It's a happy hour, Pablo Cast. So you've been making, like, building things for a long time and then. Kind of then taking a break and traveling. Like, I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. What thoughts well, about that? Do you recommend people do that? Take like breaks from their life and just travel to. Um, I, I I meet people that do that are doing that when I'm traveling a lot, and they're always 29 to 30, <laughs> like almost turning 30 or just turned 30. That seems to be the time, and mostly that, do mostly that's women. But um, yeah, you don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that many people that do this kind of lifestyle. I just look at like. Why am I going to wait till I'm fucking 65 or 70 
and then I'm going to go do these things that I wanted to do when I was 20, yeah. but now I can't do it. One, because maybe it's not even there anymore because the way the world changes all the time, you know? I go, I can go back to places I went 10, 15 years ago, and it's like a whole new experience. And yeah, I am that guy sometimes where I'm like, man, it used to be so much better. But, you know, I've changed too. You have to realize that. I don't want the same things. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, the world changes so fast. Like, And I like I like the developing nations. I like the crazy wild places. Like I was in I was in Australia on one trip. So back in the day, I used to do sales, right? Like that's what I used to do. I was sales and marketing, drove around with a company car. Nice. You know, taking people to baseball games, drinking all day long, just entertaining and entertaining clients. Yeah. And that was my thing. And I was good at it, but it wasn't fulfilling at all. Like I had like I would do the work that I needed to do and I had like another seven hours to fuck off of the work yeah, day, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I get done with work and everybody's like, I gotta run errands. I'm like, What do you I'm like, I wanna go play. I've already yeah, done all my errands. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then so and then I took off What were you selling? I actually, so I used to install windshields and then I was working, then they asked me to move into the sales of that. So basically I just went around to the insurance companies trying to just get them to send us their business. That was it. No, no contracts, nothing to get signed. It was just me being friendly. So, manager, so, so they liked me and they'd no, send me the business. Was, yeah. Yeah. I just, I was basically me was the product, you know? I, yeah. I just want, I needed to, they liked me so they'd give me business. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, so then I, I left there to go on a, my first like around the world trip, you know, so. Um, Where'd you go on your first around the world trip? That one started off in Australia. Well, actually first my brothers and I bought an RV. So I flew back to Utah mm-hmm. and then two of our, two of my good buddies joined us on this and we took a road trip down through, down to Texas, down to where we were born. Me and my brother were born. Brownsville. My brother was born in Harlingen, just north of it. We were, uh, we're talking about You're listening to Pavelcast. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. <laughs> smash that like button, bro. Smash that like button. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that. It's gonna be on every episode. Smash it. Smash it with the arrow pointing at it. Smash it. Let's crush this, bro. Content is the, the king. So you, you first around the world trip, you draw around in there. Oh yeah. So yeah, we we did that, and then uh, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice little wild trip, and then from there I flew to Australia. Mm-hmm. And I uh, bounced around there for three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, which was a good time. I mean, I've seen a lot more of Australia than most Australians have. So, sure. which is kind of the case. They're like, every, every Australian I meet says, You've seen more of it than I have. I'm like, Yeah, why would you travel there? You know, there's so much other places, you know. Um, Tasmania. Didn't go there or New Zealand, but it was, it was like their fall. Heading Perth. into winter, did I did go over to Perth. Perth. Yeah, I got. Did you go surfing? I got in Frio. Uh, no, I did play in the Indian Ocean. That was the first time I'd ever been in that ocean. I'm an ocean person, so that was good. Cool. But no, I I'm not a, like a big surfer. I didn't surf at all back then. I do a little bit occasionally now, but I wouldn't say I'm good because I'll just go f- take the shitty wave that nobody else wants. So I'm not trying to fight over it with like 400 people on the same wave. It's just dumb to me. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Um, some people like it though, so good for them. And then anyway, so yeah, I went to Thailand, and then I'm like, well, I'm home. Yeah, this is like 2005, and I'm like, why would I ever live anywhere else? Yeah, it's it's just why? What's it, this love for Thailand? It's just free, man. It's just cool. They don't give a fuck what you're doing. Is I mean, unless you're a nutter, you know, which I'm just I'm luckily I'm not. Right. You know, I like to I do some crazy shit and I do some fun stuff, but 
Yeah. It was just so yeah, and two and two. It was just cheap as fuck, you know. Like it's it's just cheap and just free and fun, and nobody really cares. And as long as you're not doing anything crazy or hurting anybody, nobody. They're just like, do you, bro? And I'm just like, I like you, people. And yeah, it's just I don't know. There's just free, there was a freedom and a fun about it. It's changed a lot. Package tourism really took off there, and that really changed the dynamics of travel there. I think, but we can save that for another diatribe. <laughs> Um, well, what do you mean? So, like, you went and there was not many tourists? Like, where would you be? Well, there was, it was obviously, it had, been, it had been a tourist place for a long time, but it was more like the backpacker tourist type that went there, yeah. you know? And then it turned into, like, the package tour. So, when you, when you, you go? Which places? Oh, I've, been, I've been all over all that place. Over. I mean, you just, like, just... You like all of it. Nothing specifically stood out to you, like, the best place? Well, no, I mean, there's beaches, there's great islands. Right. Um, yeah, I loved all of it. It was... It, and it's, but it's also, it's a, it was a, wi- it was a wild place. Today? Huh? What would you recommend people go now? Um, well, I'll say Indonesia because that's where I've been traveling a lot recently, but everybody's just going to go, I'll go to Bali. I'm like, that's nice. Bali, Bali Bali is great. Bali has a lot of good things, but, and it might be even better now after the virus thing, just saying. Not for the people there, that's because they depend on tourism so much, but it's so touristy and it's just like, you get to like, you're just like, you could do everything I'm doing here at, at home. You know, the water's a little bit warmer, a lot dirtier, you know, like. Well, not always dirtier, but if it rains, then you're going to have, like, you're out trying to swim and you put your hand through a diaper and you're like, that sucks. That's not bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. But that's only during the rainy season and then the rest of the time it's nice. Um, but anyway, if you get outside of Bali, every island, there's 17,000 islands, and every island is, like, its own different country. You know, like, and it's like the people look different, they talk different, they, their customs are completely different. And it's just a why it can be a really really wild place. With that being said, if you've been out say like on Sulawesi or Sumba for like five weeks and you've had nothing but rice and fish, you know you're all the places that I would stay at like you know relatively like I could be right on a beach, but it's like kind of a guest house like could separate from where they live, but it's like a little guest house like right on the beach. And so there's like a couple rooms, but nobody goes to Sumba, so I always had everything to myself. Yeah. And um. But it's like you're for the what you pay for the room, you actually get three meals included. So you're eating whatever they They're give you. Eating, yeah. There's no restaurants. There's there's you know they don't have the infrastructure built up. Like sometimes you might be in a place where you're close to a market where you can go buy some stuff, but a lot not of, yeah, not always. And sometimes you're like just gotta take your scooter for like an hour drive to go get something up a crappy road, and you're like, oh, I'm glad I'll have something. Something I did pick up while I was doing this though was like. If I showed up to a place, like normally you would pay at the end, you'd be like, okay, here, thanks for thanks for the room and the food and all that stuff. What I started doing was at least giving them some money when I showed up. I'm like, oh, I'll just pay for the first two days or something like that. And I realized that the food would get in, like immensely better because like a lot of times they haven't seen a, another visitor in six months, you know, so that you're just eating whatever they had left over, you know, and they don't have a lot of income and all that stuff. So I'd just be like, here you go. And then like... They they'd be like somebody go to the store and they get like fresh produce and stuff like that. So, and then and then yeah, the food would just always be better once I give them some money. So that's that's a little tip for you if you get out into the world. Pay up front. In certain instances, you know, and, yeah, and these are just these better, are, huh access to better food. So yeah. did you see any more tourists in this Sumbara place? Zumba, no, Zumba. There's no fucking tourism there. So they don't have infrastructure. Um, do they have Wi-Fi? Uh, I had a cell phone. And sure. sometimes <laughs> there was this one place I was at for like three days and there was no cell phone signal there at all, but I didn't need it. I was on a beach. There were some kids that sell me coconuts all the time. And I, just like swimming I, like I didn't. Yeah. Swimming in the ocean. I found a guy that gave me, got me, a, he let me borrow his spear gun and he, well, 
he took me out on this boat. It was like a, it was like a bathtub. It was like a little aluminum bathtub. I'm all, this is the craziest boat I've ever been in. Yeah. And it was just tiny. And like we just went out there, and like I took a spear gun. It was not a good spear gun, but out and just out in the open ocean, just spear fishing, and there was a lot of good fish, but I couldn't shoot a one of them with this thing. Like I was, I was literally like you can't see at home, but I was all right. So say like two feet away from this big fish, and I got, I mean, the spear's right there. Like I did a good stock on this fish. I'm like, even before I pulled it, I'm just like dinner. Like I'm like, this is in the bag. I've I have provided for the village today, yeah, you know. Like awesome. I pull the trigger and the thing just like comes out of the gun, like like wow. or, I was like, how can I miss from two feet away? Like I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. It's a bad gun. Yeah, it was, but yeah, whatever. I'm not I'm not a great aim, but this time I was super close. You were there. I had, yeah, that should have been a, that should have been a dinner. But anyway, I missed. I failed, and uh, the village starved. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They weren't relying on me anyway. How did you get to the island? Uh, I took a flight, and the reason I went there, there's, um, it's called the Pasola Festival, and I had heard about this, so basically it's like up to like 50 years ago, there were still like headhunters and cannibals, maybe, maybe it was 80 years, something like that, but anyway, not too long ago, like within the last lifetime, mm. you know, stuff like that, and so basically the Pasola Festival, it used to be like a, it's like a mock war type thing, but they ride around on horses and they're throwing spears at each other, and they used to have metal tips, but now the government says, nah, too savage, can't do it. And they used to go until somebody died, but now the government's like, no, can't do that, you know. But it's 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 a very interesting thing. And you get a lot of people. At the big ones, you have hundreds of people on horses. And then you have people in the middle that are running around collecting the spears that they've thrown and then, like, giving them back to the riders. And horses run into each other. The horses and the people picking up the spears take most of the beating. But people take some pretty good hits. And they're, these are just bamboo spears now. and But they are cut at an angle, so they're sharp. And then, like... Yeah, and there's like you're not the 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 barrier is the the border of it is made up of people like the spectators. So I'm like standing on the front like ducking and dodging stray stuff. Horses running by, bumping into me. I'm like in between two horses because one came into the stand, and it was it was just a wild and rowdy ass time. It was wow. super cool, and then and then once it like so the government has like controlled it, and the one the biggest one that I went to there was actually there's a lot of them because everywhere they kind of go off different times. I went to the big one where the governor had flown in from the government of the whole region. Mm -hmm. Governor had flown in from the uh, different island on Timor, Timor East. Um, And so there's like a lot of military presence there too. And then it gets so heated at one point in time. Like at one point in time, somebody had thrown something from the the crowd, like a rock or something at one of the, one of the sides. And then so like some of the riders went into the, into the, just right through the group of people. And like, they're just like brawling. And then, and then, like, it just got super hot, and they're, like, really going at it. And then, like, the government came out with their guns, and they're just like, stop, 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 stop. And it took them, like, a good 30 minutes to get it under control. Wow. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> it was. It was great, great fun. And, yeah, I mean, there's a whole other story to go off to, but it's... Uh, Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, Indonesia. It's a wild place. Great Barrier Reef? I've been to the Great Barrier Reef. Was... Did you do a mainstream? Um... No, it was kind of quiet when I was up there. I actually, I was in Cairns, and I was actually just going to go snorkeling, and then, like, it, they were everybody was slow, and I dashed a couple places, and they told me their pricing when they were going, and then I went to this one, they're like, we're actually leaving tonight or tomorrow, I don't remember, I think it was, I think it was later that day. Maybe it was, it was the following morning, that's when it was, it was the following morning, and she just like, well, if you book with me now, I'll give you your first dive for free like first try dive because i wasn't certified in diving at the time mm-hmm. and i'm just like sold 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 so yeah i went out to the great barrier if it was fucking insane this is 2005 before the old so yeah it was just it was so real you know like 
But then you go, you start out at like a pinnacle place and then you go to dive in other places. You're like, what is this? Like, <laughs> where's the good stuff? Right. But I'm telling you, Indonesia, man, you get over like Flores and like Komodo Island. Holy piss. That's really like the best diving stuff. I've ever done ever. Yeah. I've done quite a bit of diving before I really got into like the free diving and spear fishing stuff. I did a lot of like scuba diving. So did you scuba dive in these islands? Yeah. 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 I, I, I was playing around with uh, free diving there too. So I'd only do like two dives. And if they did a third dive, I'd just go free diving, which you're not really supposed to do, but whatever. Wow. Um, it was just gas buildups. It's scientific crap. Yeah. What do you know about science? <laughs> Not enough. Uh, the science of uh, um, what do you think is the purpose of life? Uh, to live, man. I don't think I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. It's, I mean, it's just you just it's a fluke that just happened, you know. And so I think you should enjoy it as much as you can, because I mean the way that I look at it is like no matter. I mean, luckily I think. I think I have good morals, and that comes from being brought up by people that were religious, per se, you know? Yeah. And also, I come, from, I come I, whether this is nature or nurture, I have a pretty good disposition, you know, like a happy ha-da-da-da-da. And I like to sleep well, so I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a good person, but I also don't believe, like, anything you like I do. You sleep well? Yeah, and so oh, I, I, have a clean con- I have a clean conscience, so yeah. I get to sleep very well. So I just, I just feel that, like, no matter what I do... It's in the long run. It's the long game of things. Not going to make a difference any way you go. So I might as well just have some fun on my fucking ride. You know? why, I mean, Why not try to make a difference? Well, I try to make a difference in like the small ways. Like yeah. like little conversations with people. I see somebody down, I'll try and pick them up. For sure. Things like that all day long. But like, I'm not going to sit there and like study something for 90 years and be like, huh, I saved a lot. And I, that's just I said the watts, a watt, a flight bulb, you know, like and that that like which is like pretty cool that someone invented that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm all about like keeping the oceans clean and like taking care of our water and not trashing our planet and stop killing all the fucking animals and you know yeah. I eat meat and all that. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying like there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. You know, like I don't feel like humans are superior. Like yeah, we we're superior in that we can control more things than that, but I don't think we're more important than any other animal. Like I. I don't. I'll kill a mosquito. Mm-hmm. Ants, no. Mm-hmm. Cockroach, no. I don't, unless I'm going to eat it, I'm not going to kill anything except for like mosquitoes because they can get me really sick, and so I feel like I can kill them, and that's that's okay. Yeah, they're they're trying to feed on me. I can defend myself. That you know. Yeah, so I'm trying. And you know, if I go shoot a fish, I'm going to eat that fucking fish. I'm not just going to be like, oh, cool, chuck it. You know, like I just I don't know. I just think there's some simple ways you can live, and you know, just. Here's my philosophy on life. I'll give you that. Yeah. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, as long as I'm not hurting anybody else. Say it fast to you. You know? What's that mean? It's simple. In Spanish? French. Say it fast to you. But I'm probably fucking it up. I didn't take French very long. It was a long time. No one's going to come out. Pitchforks, man. Have you ever meditated? No. No? No. Do I need to? I think it's something everybody should do. I have a very calm mind. It's yeah, you know, people always come back to me with that recently. And I'm like, no, it's not for people that are like stressed out or, yeah. or or anything. It's that's the thing is people. That's what it's not to like calm down, relax, reduce stress. It does do all of that. Yeah, but that's not the point in my mind of doing it. What's the point? What do you get from it, Pavel? It's to recognize. This is a Pavel cast switch up. <laughs> switch up. <laughs> <laughs> Roger taking over. <laughs> Uh, what you get out of it is like there's this existence that is always there 
kind of uh, this you know, our consciousness is always there it's how we everything is coming through our consciousness mm-hmm. and instead of kind of like getting caught up in like loops of thought and like this ego that you think you have yeah this, this little guy inside yeah you actually are able to experience life through a, a, like a different level the level of where you recognize that everything is just appearing on its own and you're just this like consciousness that exists I kind of feel like that all the time yeah if you feel like it all the time yeah. that's uh, I think maybe some people are able to do that more naturally yeah. than others for me definitely it's been something if I am doing say. that naturally it's completely natural because I'm not even trying it just happens but I don't, yeah, I just, I don't know. I like to feel like I'm very aware of things, but also, I don't know. I, f- I feel like I'm, a, like, I just, I, there's like 95% of my life, I just feel like I'm just at peace. Like, I'm just, I'm not, ch- I'm not chasing anything. I like, I think I have a good grip on things, but also like, let, like, I think one of my biggest gifts is just like, like something comes in and like a lot of people want to hang on to that and like turn it around and all that stuff. And I'm like, I just see like. So say if you think back, like the last time something really big, you're like, oh, fuck, this is bad. This is bad or whatever. And you spent like two weeks agonizing it. And after two weeks, it's like, oh, I vaguely remember that or anything. Like I kind of go through that like, like that. I'm like, oh, that sucks. Oh, it's not. Okay, it's cool. Like it's, it's not, I don't feel like I shove it down or anything. I feel like I just can really just be like, oh, that it's happened. Learn from it. And then I move on. Like just, I don't know. It just. That's great. I don't know how else to explain that, but I think that kind of gives me a nice, peaceful bit of existence, I suppose. I don't know. I suppose you do have a peaceful bit of existence. I suppose I might just have a piece of existence of peacefulness, okay? Um, fair enough. I still say give it a try. What do you Ten minutes a day, do it for a week. I will. It's like working on your body. Like, why don't you work on your mind? I feel like it's in good shape, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, gonna think about it. it. I'm yeah, gonna think about it. it. That's I, I don't I wouldn't have a clue how to start. So you just sit there and kinda of go quiet? I'll send you the link to my app that I like. Twenty eight days free. Oh. And it's like it gets you into uh, you I think you can glimpse something after doing it twenty eight days in a row for ten minutes a day. Something okay. that's Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. It's just like it's just like muscle, just like working out. It's not like you can like reach this like Nirvana state. Nirvana state and just stay there. But by doing it, I think it improves your experience of life. So, that's all. And I already love my experience. This could be even more better. Exactly. I can imagine that. Well, you know what? I I do like to try new things and I know there's so much in this world that I haven't figured out. When are you traveling again? When's the world open, Pavel? You can go now to some places. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I, I'm always baffled when people leave San Diego in these else. months, during these months. Yeah. Like this is, because I'm a, I'm a summer person. I like, you know, the, the ocean's been cold the last week or two, but now it's back up to around 70. Is that now yeah. reasonable? Yeah, I was in it earlier, right? Like literally right before I came over. Um, and yeah, so from now until mid-October, there's nowhere else I want to be. I've, I've, there's, nowhere, there's no place better with better weather at this time of year. Than San Diego, and I have checked extensively. So. <laughs> Wait, so this this is very important. Yes. So from August first to mid October, San Diego is the best. Yeah, depending on the, on each year. I mean, the first couple. Of course, yeah, but, still like, but yeah, this is, we're coming into like the peak peak of like so the best in weather. Like East Asia. East Asia right now, it's actually very nice. I mean, East Asia is a big swath of area. Well, like, so I guess I'm in Thailand. 
Um, Thailand right now. Well, depending on the rainy season. season. But it's not that that bad. Indonesia's in their dry season. Well, Bali in particular, because Indonesia's a fucking huge swath of land. But like Bali right now, it's it's a very lovely place to be. So there's definitely nothing wrong with the weather, but I don't so know. So then why do you say this is the best? I, this, there's just something about it. I like it here. You know, yeah. like this is okay. Here's, it's the best time in San Diego. Th- sure. Let me let me clarify that. I I hate winter. I don't winter. You know, like I leave every year. So basically November. Oh, you don't like our winter here? No, it's fucking brutal. It's, it's dark at 4.30. What the yeah, fuck's the point of that? Right? No, it's not. Not on the tropics. What is it? What is the dark <laughs> it's there? It's 12 hours, 12 hours. Always? Dark at 6 o'clock all the time. Yeah. It doesn't change much. It's the equator, man. Um, it's the equator, bro. It's the equator, bro. <laughs> God. Come on. Fuck. Back up. Okay. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say, man? Oh, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't like the winter at all. So this is... I'd rather be in the tropics the rest of the year and then be here for this part and then like into November like go up in the mountains get a cabin with some friends drink a bunch of wine have some fire hike in the woods when it's kind of cool and then fuck off to cold almost yeah and then fuck off to the tropics like that's my my, I'll have a weekend of winter and then I'm good for the year and then I'll go back to the tropics something like that so this is actually like this is me wintering in San Diego like this is I come here because it's cooler than the tropics, so this is kind of like a nice place to cool off for like a couple months, right. but it's still summer. Yeah. You know? Do you think you'll be able to go back to the tropics in November? Yeah, because, I mean, so I'm talking to a lot of people back in Indonesia still because I have a lot of friends from being there, and they're all like, when the fuck are you coming back? And also, I'm like, well, when's it opening? There's, it's presumably in September they're going to open. I don't know if they'll say no to America, like... But even if they say no, Ameri- like they're saying like you can't come, like we're not allowing Americans in. They're not saying they're not allowing Americans in. They're not letting anybody fly from America in, maybe. But I can go somewhere else that I can get in. Like ding, dang, dong. Even if I have to stay there for two weeks, and they're like, oh, okay, now you can come in. Or if I have to go there and get, take a test and quarantine, no problem. I got friends that'll, that'll set me up with a villa, and I'll just fucking have a nice, I'll just have a nice place to crash for a bit while I have to quarantine, and then I'll be. What loose. would you? What would you say? Uh, well, I'd, pro- I'd, I'd, I'd fly into Bali. That's where most of the people I know over there are. So, so. Bali is still the kind of central. Bali is great for the, like... Lots of expats. It looks, they have they, like a CrossFit gym in Bali. They have everything. So I was hearing from my friends over there. They were just like, you can't go to the fucking beach, but you can go to the restaurant or go to the gym, but you can't go to the beach. Like they, they, they didn't know. It was They were pretty annoyed by it as well. It was dumb. Anyway, the beaches are back open. But the thing is, so Bali's great. Like as I started to say earlier, like if you've been on an island, like one of the outer islands where it's not nearly as developed, um, you know, you're eating rice and fish every day, and then you come back to Bali. Oh my god, I want tacos. I can have fucking tacos. You know, like I can just walk to any store and get a beer. Like holy fuck, it's even cold. This is amazing. You know, like uh, so it has it. It has huh? Are you paying for it? Paying for what? Meaning like, is it expensive? No, no, it's not expensive. No, no, it's. Ridiculous. I was renting a place. It was it was like a guest house thing, but I had my own room, and then it was like a shared kitchen, which is an outside kitchen. I had my own bathroom and a little seating area outside. It was all for me. It was nice. I was paying $300 a month, and that included the scooter I was renting from them. Wow. And if I included the gas that I paid for the month, then that took me up to $300 a month. Wow. So you can spend a lot more if you want to, but this place was nice. It was super comfy and clean. Like They came through and cleaned it when, awesome. whenever I wanted Water was always there, you know, because you don't drink tap water there, so they have to bring in water. Yeah. But, so, anyways, I had good Wi-Fi. I didn't use it much, but I had it. And you get you go you, you 
Mills? Well, I mean, you can go, you can walk, I could walk right across the street to these little carts. I actually miss some of these people. I got to be really good friends with them. Like, they just have, the, like, the little food cart stalls that are just, like, underneath a tarp on the side with a couple stalls, and that's how I always like to eat anyway. Go get a nasi goreng or me goreng, like, fried rice or fried noodles or some chicken dish or something like that. Yeah, you're paying like a dollar fifty, two dollars maybe. What's the food like? It it's it's really food? good. No, it's it's a lot of rice and noodles. Thai foods, infinitely better. <laughs> like, oh, it's infinite. They use a lot more different flavors. Um, there is some really good Indonesian food too. Don't get me wrong, there is, but Thai food is just fucking Thai food, and it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Like Vietnamese food too is just something stellar. If you know how to get into it, you know. Vietnam, I'd like to go. There's like this place in Vietnam that is really popular with Russian tourists. Oh, yeah. And they even have like Russian restaurants there. Is it Da Nang? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, or uh, is it Da Nang? Maybe. Or what's the what's yeah? Nai Tran. It's not Tran, I think. Okay. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. What's it like? Fun. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since I was there. All I do know is like, so I was in the south. The first time I went there, I was in the south, and then. Fucking around, I had a blast, I had just a great, great time. And I was actually doing kiteboarding over in Moine. And uh, my instructor, Mr. Lee, he um, he was telling me, so like his mom lived in the north, and you know, there's, you know, the, the whole communist, non communist, Vietnam War, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, it's like this in the south, or like in the north, they're like, we're communist. And then the south, they're like, why are we communist? And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. But I didn't really truly understand it until I went to the north. So I was in the south. I got up to like Da Nang area and maybe a little bit further like Hanong. Ha I can't remember the name. It's a nice place, old town, right on a little. Anyway, it's pretty cool. Um, and then I took a night bus from there up to Hanoi, and when I and it was you know so I slept the trip and all that. And then like I got there, and I was like I got off the bus and I just looked at people. I'm like, oh, this is fucking different. Like everybody just had a much harder sheen to them, you know. And like this guy is like super aggressively like, where are you going? And I'm just like. I told him, and but I didn't want his help. Like you know, touts are touts. They always want to like show you something you can figure out yourself, and then try and get some money out of you. And I'm just like, I got it. And then, well, he asked where I'm going, and I said where like what bus I wanted or something like that. And well, told him where I was going to go, and he tries to show me where it is. I'm like, I got it. I got. He literally grabs my wrist Mm -hmm. and tries to drag me somewhere. And like I'm not grabbing him at all, but like he's holding on so tight, and I'm just I'm just standing there, and he's like trying to drag me, but I'm not going anywhere. But he's just like going (laughs) like that. And he does that, and I just went like this. I'm just like, I just went like that, like I did. <laughs> but he like, he goes flying off and like, oh r- like into some shit. And then there's like this whole thing. I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything. Like, you know, no, I just, I moved, purpose, right? I moved my arm, little guy. You know, like it was. But anyway, he shouldn't be grabbing you. Yeah, no, he shouldn't. He shouldn't have been. I, it's not like a, it, it wasn't like super vicious, but they were just like, oh, and I'm just like, mm, like, yeah. <laughs> don't gang up and kill me. But it, it ended up being nothing. But anyway, my point was they were just so much more aggressive, and I was just like, holy fuck. And the rest of the time I was up in the north, I. It was, I mean, I met lots of good people. It was pretty, pretty cool stuff. I was in this bar one time and they have a curfew there up in Hanoi. They don't have anything like that down in Saigon, but they're much more, they're much more communist up in Hanoi and they have a curfew. And like, I'm in this little bar with, um, a couple of people that I'd met other travelers and, and we were the only like foreigners in the bar. The rest of everybody else is local. And all of a sudden they just shut all the blinds and like turn the lights down and they light some candles. And I'm just like, what the fuck just happened? You know, like what, what is that? And then they're like, shh. And then, like, uh, people are kind of peeking through the blinds. So I went out and looked, and there's, like, soldiers, like, marching through the street and, like, grabbing people and throwing them in a fucking van and, like, driving off and all that stuff. I was like, what? This is so cool. I loved every second of it. It was, wow. it was amazing. I'm like, this is the best ever. Did they ever do, like, a reunion? Um, yeah, well, the last thing we did uh, was my parents' 50th anniversary. 
Everybody showed up? Uh, yeah. And it was actually fascinating because, you know, I never look at my eyes, but then when I was sitting around the table just looking around, because this is like, this was only my brothers and sisters instead of having all their kids there. It was like my brothers and sisters and then like their spouses and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I was just looking around I'm like, holy fuck, we all have the exact same fucking color eyes. Like, kind you know, of blue. Well, yeah, the blue, yeah. Blue. Like there was zero, like, but my parents both had Do the I same have color any eyes. Blue eyes. Yeah, a little bit. I can look. Almost like a hazel with a blue surround. <laughs> blue surround, baby. Yeah. Blue surround sounds. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome. They would have went full blue if you got your dick snipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gotta go in the Edit. <laughs> gotta get with my friends. Yes. Yes. You know we like that fucker, don't we, eh? Mm. Mm. Refreshing. I have been refreshed. How much water do you drink every day? How much what? Water. Oh, fucking gallons. Literally. I wake up and I'll have like five, six glasses before I fucking do anything else. Are you serious? Like I drink a lot, a lot of water. I mean, I think it's very important for like a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I think so. I can't. I can't do salt either. Nor Sorry. do I. Nor do I do stress. I don't really like stress much. I try and keep that down to a minimal. I mean, if you go through stressful situations. Absolutely, I've had some fucking mean kicks in the dick, but you get over it. You accept it. You move on. Walk me through the five to six glasses in the morning. How, what does that look like? I don't measure it out, but I, it's just like I. I, I wake up. So before I go to sleep, I like I try to wean myself off water, even though I'm thirsty. But otherwise, I'm gonna be up fucking pissing all night long. I still wake up every night, but it's like I wake up, I take a piss, I lay down, and I'm like asleep before I'm actually fully laid down again. Like it's kind of a, kind of a gift. But then like I, yeah, I wake up usually because I got to piss again, and like even before I'll go do that though, I'm just like ah oh, water ah oh. like so I'll have like two glasses of water back to back, and then I'll have a wee. And then it kind of settles down from there. But yeah, usually before I leave the house, I've, I've had a lot of water. And then I always have a bunch of water in my car. And, I don't know. I drink you have water in your car right now? Yeah, always, man. So far, you haven't drank any water. I drank a bunch right before I came. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you downed some. Yeah. Like, and I, well, now I'm drinking beer. So. Which is kind of like water. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Well, yeah, as long as I'm putting some liquid form in me, it's okay. There's water in there. It's There's helping. water in beer? But on the whole, beer is less hydrating than that. Absolutely. Yeah, it just makes you thirstier, but right. then I drink more of it, and then... It's smart. Yeah. I will mix in a glass of water if I'm out on a bender, but three beers ain't going to do anything to me. I'll be fine. Do you have a children's book that you like? A what? Children's book? No. Cool. I, don't have, I don't have children. <laughs> yeah. But you were a child at some point. Yeah, I never had... I don't remember ever having toys. I was like... I never, said book, though. I know, but I... Um, yeah, I read now. I don't remember reading that much when I was a kid. Fairy tale. Oh wait, no, I remember like the Tony Scrawny Lion. Sorry, how's that? That's great. What the Tony Scrawny Lion. Yeah, I had. Sorry, I hadn't thought about it in a while. But yeah, when I was a child, I don't remember the story now. To be honest, Morse the Moose, or was that a cartoon? Morse I think there were the books. Moose. I think there was a book. The books, yeah. A book? Oh, was there a book? Um, oh, I think it's Rocky and Boobinko. <laughs> no, it was Morse the Moose. Yeah, that was a book. I think. Country is divided. Mm. You think everybody should just be enjoying their life? Well, I mean, there's hard work you have to do. Well, somebody has to go do it. I don't think that it's necessarily. Do you think hard work is important? Oh, absolutely. I work my ass off to, to do my lifestyle. 
but but I do stuff that I enjoy. It challenges me too, you know. Yeah. But and I don't think sitting in a room arguing with somebody is really what I need to do. Like, I don't. I don't have. I, I think to want to be to want to be like it. Like I. So, so like. Talk about what you so, do for a living. Let's not keep it a mystery. You know? Oh, sorry. I build shit. I I design and do remodels, mostly bathrooms and kitchens. A lot of decks recently because people apparently want to get outside. Smart. And uh, yeah, but pretty much anything, whole house. You know, electrical plumbing, lots of stuff, except for drywall. Don't do that. Not my thing. Not good at it. Don't like the way the, turn, the product turns out. I've been doing some recently because the people, like, people that I've had do it for me before are MIA, so I do it. it. I can do it. I just don't like to do it. It's it's It doesn't turn out as good as I want it to. I don't have the touch for it. I, I mean, I respect that you know that. Yeah. So anyways, I just stick to the rivers and lakes that... Uh, well, this is more like... Um, uh, lath and plaster probably by the look of it but you know like the board that goes on the wall drywall doo, doo, you screw it in mm-hmm. you can put a fist through it if you want to yeah, yeah. that's drywall that's drywall but it's like you uh, can put it in but board. yeah but then you gotta do all the seaming and the mudding and that's the so stuff that, that's the stuff I don't like cause you gotta make it look just so it's not so. a stone house this is like a I've seen a house come up it's basically like these wooden yeah, skeleton yeah like, it's called the frame called the frame <laughs> it's stuff I don't it's yeah. called framing so first you have a frame. Mm-hmm. What did they build houses out of here in like the 20s? Here, it was the same. It was wood frame, but then they would use like, um, so it depends. It, it'll either be like lath, which is strips of wood, and then they put a plaster on top of that. Okay. Or it was like gypsum board with holes in it, and then they would mud through all of that. Mud. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of what the, it was different, but it's, and then basically they stopped using the thin layer, just put a big thick thing of solid drywall gypsum board whatnot yeah. however you want to call it and then you would just tape the edges and seams and then mud that and then your screw holes and all that stuff but back in What's the 20s mud versus plaster uh plaster is just more of a cementy type where mud is it's flakier i don't know i'm not a chemist <laughs> it's soft it's softer there's lots of different versions of it yeah yeah well as long as you don't get it wet that's the thing like, you, you paint it to protect it, and you know, if it's painted and sealed up right, and you don't get any moisture in there, yeah, it'll last a long time. Hmm. Yeah. And if you want to fix a hole? There's lots of different ways to go about it. But, yeah, you can cut the hole bigger, put a whole new sheet, seam that whole bit, and mud the whole thing. Ping, ping, ping. And if it's plaster, you can use drywall mud to fix that, and you won't really notice. Oh. Yeah. And then color it up with some paint. Well, yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's all about blending and then painting. Yeah. Blend and paint. Yeah. So I just don't like the way that, like, my finish work. And another thing you'll learn about me, Pavel, is I don't like to talk shop. <laughs> no? I don't, yeah. Like I, you, you, I do a lot of work, and then like w- w- once I'm done, I'm like, oh, that's done. You know, my brain is off. Unless I'm thinking about like some project I have to do and I haven't sorted it out, then my brain can kind of be like on a loop, and then I like, go, ah, oh, got it, and then it's fucking, and then it's gone. And then I can just... But it's like also like an area of expertise for you. What? Shop. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like to talk about it. Like Some people, like, they know what I do, and... Well, another thing too, like almost everywhere I go, and I walk into somebody's house, I'm like, I was gonna ask you, <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, I was like nobody, nobody invites me over to hang out. They invite me over because they have a problem, you know, dicks, assholes, it's communist. <laughs> not really, like for no, it's not, it's not, it's not. Sam and I don't invite you to fix. This is a rental property, so I don't. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I do get invited plenty of places. People don't ask me to fix it, but I do also get. I walk in and they're like, hey, and I'm like, all right, let's have it. <laughs> I don't mind though. I I honestly I don't mind helping How'd people. How did you get into it? Just kind of apprenticeship. No, 
no apprenticeship at all. So, and when I came home, my old job, like they thought what I was doing was cool. Like I was taking off and traveling while I was still youngish. And they're like, oh, your job's here if you want it. I'm like, I just can't go back to that. Like I need something more fulfilling. And then a friend of mine, he was, he, before I left, I was kind of refinishing some furniture for him. Like yeah. I was helping him. He was refinishing it for like a restaurant and I was helping him with that. And I was, I don't know, I had a knack for things like that, but I'd never done any of this shit before. Yeah. And then I just kind of worked with him for a bit and then I just went off on my own and just developed like, somebody would be like, can you do that? I'm like, give me a minute. I'm like, oh, I'm think it through or like, you know, YouTube, Google, shit like that. Yeah. And then I just kind of had an aptitude for it, I suppose. Like, but it's all problem solving. That's all it is. Like every, every project's a little bit different. If it was the same, I wouldn't do it because I'd be bored out of my face, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just problem. Well, it's it's all just now, so it's all just problem solving. You see projects that are similar. It, it is, but I'm also not what you call smart. Like really, really, really smart. No, well, this is this is just honest. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm, be, I'm being seriously honest right now. Like, so did say I S- haven't done. Did you ever take the SAT? No, no, never did. Um, what was your GPA in high school? Oh, fuck if I know. I graduated. <laughs> Probably high twos, low threes, somewhere in there. Definitely nowhere near a four. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I did what I had to do to get it through, you know, like, yeah. I, I, nobody ever asked me if I was going to go to college, I think. But I think intelligence yeah. is not necessarily, like, oh, grades yeah. or sports, yeah. oh, 100%, to be honest. 100%. My point was, like, I'm not ta- I'm not definitely not talking about book smarts or anything. My point is, like, so say I'm doing a lot of different things, but say I haven't done, a, I've done this, but I haven't done it in six months or something, and I've done all these other things. And somebody's like, oh, can you do that? I'm like, yeah, I've done that. And I'm just like, how the fuck did I do that? You know, like, I have to, like, re-figure out how I did a certain thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It could be a little quicker, maybe, if I'm like, oh, that's, or I'll be doing it. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's what I did before, and that worked out great. And then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, but they don't notice. You got it. No, no. Like, all my jobs, too, there's nothing on paper. It's all coming out of my head. Like, they're like, I want to do this. I want to redo my kitchen. What do you got? And then I just kind of tell them. I don't show them or draw them anything. I'm just like that. But they've seen something else I've done because all my business is word of mouth. Like, I've never even had business cards, no website, no nothing. It's all 100% word of mouth. So, like, everybody's seen something I've done, and that's why they call me type thing. And so... It's like your high-quality production. Yeah, they, they've wow. seen the finished product, and I'm like, look, I'm terrible at explaining shit. I don't know how to draw, and I don't use a computer for anything. So I might bring in, like, a sample of, like, oh, I, tile, this tile would look really good here. I'm thinking like this. And then we just work together, but there's never, there's never like, a plan. Like, there's no blueprint going into it. No. So, but I like this a lot, too, because once you have, like, there, once there's a blueprint, that's the end of creativity. You know, there's no, you're not going to, if you want to make a change, you got to go redo all this shit, and you got to go through the whole process. Whereas right now... We're like kind of visioning it together off my shitty explanations, and they're like, "Cool, let's do it." And then I can be doing it, and I'm like, you know, easily I could switch that to this or that, and then we get like this whole other cool concept that we weren't originally going for. But then it ends up, and then at the end, they're just like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome." I've never had, I mean, I've never had any problems with anybody on any of my jobs. So like, everybody's always paid me. Everybody's been happy. I've never had any issues. I mean, I've, of course, I've had issues where something didn't go quite right, and then I had to fix it, but. I always take care of that too, which is good for business, right? Got to own it, bro. I love that. I, uh, I think it's, it's a pretty big testament to have it just be a word of mouth. I guess. Well, and if any of my clients at all are listening, I love you. Because seriously, like, I leave for like 10 months and they didn't do anything while I'm gone and they're just waiting for me to come back. And then I'm just busy as fuck. Like, I, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. No, it's, I, I think I deserve it, but I appreciate it. 
people always like making stuff happen to their house like always i don't know stuff. well no like i have this i have these this uh lovely absolutely adorable lesbian couple in pb and they're like it was unreal like nothing happened the whole time you were gone and then like you came back and then all these things happened and we needed all this stuff fixed and then they, you know but then they're like oh we also want to redo this deck and we want to open this up yeah. and like oh this top deck and i'm like okay but would you go fight for the American army? Fight no, you, dude. I can you imagine me in the army? They're like, do this. I'm all fuck you. <laughs> like nobody tells me. I don't even tell me what to do. Like I just wake up and do it. Like I can't. Yeah. I'm like, you're gonna do this. And I'm like, nah, I'm probably not going to. You don't like when someone tells you. No, I never. I, even in school, like I was always in trouble in school. Like if not always, but like if a teacher really wanted to like show that they were boss over me not gonna go well like you're, they're gonna get end up being really pissed probably embarrassed and i'm gonna get kicked out of class mm-hmm. yeah i got expelled from school i had to do some homeschool yeah I, i've never been good with authority like anybody telling me what to do since i was like a little kid i'm just like nope but how is it working with clients who like they they kind of tell you what they want well they tell me what they want and i tell them what they can have <laughs> like, right. I, I i mean no i mean i'm it's, you know, it's business and all that stuff, but I'll, I'll tell them very straight. And I've, I've had people, like, referral clients, and they're just like, this is what we want to do. And I'm like, you're going to be a pain in the ass. I don't have time to do this. Like, I, I do it much nicer than that. I'm like, look, I have to, I just have too much. I have to take something out. I'm going to stick with my existing clients. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, But I actually did that because if, I could just tell they're going to be fucking nightmare clients, you know. Like, I work with cool people, you know. Like, they, they, they give me the space to do me. But also, I mean, yeah, I mean, they are the boss, but I don't. I don't know. I do what I say I'm going to do, so it's not a big deal. Like, right. I don't need somebody over me to tell me what to do. I'm going to take. I'm going to take care of it. Like, you don't need. I don't need you to do that. And if I fuck it up, if you have a problem, by all means, tell me. I'm going to fix it. But you know, let's just go with what we discussed in the first. Anyway, I've never had. I've never had an issue with that. I don't know. It's good. Yeah. I mean, and I get the idea is that it's like your own thing that you're doing. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah, you have to. You you have to understand what the person needs. Oh, 100%, yeah. And then deliver on that. Oh, I, and I want that, I want them to be happy. I, I 100%. Like, I'm going to go out of my way to make sure they get everything and everything they want in there. But at the same time, you, I can... See, there's been... When I first started doing this, I wasn't as good at doing that part of it. Like, I'd go there and I'd be like, okay, I'm thinking this. I'm like, oh, I want to put that there. I'm like, oh, that doesn't work. And then they'd be like, I think we could do this. You know, like, I think I, I, I'd really like to go with that way because it was like their plan that they had kind of concocted. And I'd be like, okay, and then I do it, and they're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, that doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, well, I can redo it, but you got to pay me, you know. So now I'm just like, you really don't fucking want to do that. And then I'm just better at like, here, here's here's why until they really understand like, oh, and you know, not every it doesn't happen every day, but it does still happen. But anyway, most of my clients are super fucking cool. I don't even like to say my clients just because it's like they, it's not like I own them. <laughs> my clients. My clients. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, all clients, you, you, your clients can be like using multiple competitors of yours. It wouldn't matter. They could be. No, I, would, I wouldn't even be mad at them. Especially since I leave them all the time. <laughs> um, on this podcast, we have two recurring segments. Oh. Uh, segment number one is called uh, Elon Musk Teleportation Transformation. So basically, I have a su- super special device. You a flux capacitor? <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like a flux capacitor designed by Elon Musk. It's super secret. And basically, I put in some stuff and oh. we can travel to a place of your choosing. Oh. We've done a bit of that already, but maybe you can take us to like one more special place somewhere. Like, oh, la la. In anywhere. Space. 
place, time, anything? Yes. Is, it's it, going to have to be use your memories to take us there. Okay. What are we going to do with this? Or do I just say a place and we go from there? Yeah. Is it, is, so place and time or just place? <laughs> All right. Both. I'm just kidding. What, what's, the, what's the regulation? The regulation I'm not even is you are allowed to go into a different time. Huh? But remember, we have to use your memory. So if you say, oh, I'm going to go to okay. the 1200s so it has to be Bali, somewhere. I'm like, okay, can you remember something about that? Um, <laughs> so I'm going well, to basically, you just describe, you have to describe where we are. And, it's gonna, and that's going to take us there. Using this teleportation technology. Do you get that? I, I kind of get Well, the thing that I flash back to, and I don't know, am I supposed to just tell you everything about it? Kind sure. of. Okay. So, the, the, this, just ma- go? this just makes me think it. So, when I was, first time Come I was... On, in, tell me. The first time I was in Indonesia. Where, where are we going? The location. You put the machine. Oh, the machine. Oh, okay. So, we are on the island of... Let's go... I mean, it was. I was traveling with her for quite a time, but... The first time this came up was when we were on the island of Flores island in Indonesia. Flores, Indonesia. Now, is that the Indian Ocean? Or, uh, or yeah, it has to be. It has to be. I don't yeah, yeah. I found it right here. Choo, 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 choo. All right. Wow. This is gorgeous. It Not looks different than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and and why the fuck is Pavel here? Because I've been having a wonderful time. Maybe I don't know why my time, my time. Yeah, so you're, yeah, wow, it's so cool. Like, tell me more about this. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I've done this game correctly. I mean, this experiment that is truly happening. I can't believe the microphone came with us. That's fucking dope. Um, so, basically, it just made me think of this. So, when I was, I was in Indonesia, and I took a boat um, from Lombok over to Flores. It was like five days. We were stopping off all these wow. little islands and stuff like that, just jumping off the boat. Uh, it was an amazing, amazing little trip. Like, you just stop to see this little island. Like, nobody lives on this island. Swim over to the island. You go up there. There's a fucking little waterfall. We're playing around this waterfall. And so there, we have this guide. Um, his name's Vic. Still a good friend of mine today. He lives in Bali now. And um, so he's our guide, local Indonesian guy. And then uh, there's like 15... Uh, 12, 15 of us that are like tourists that are on this boat, you know, and you just, it's like this, the engine of the boat is just like chug, 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 and it's on all day, all fucking night, like, you're, uh, not all day, all night, but like when, some nights you're just sailing through the night, and like there's, first night there was this huge storm that like really fucked up Lumbok, and so all the people on the boat were worried about people on Lumbok, and we were out in the ocean for it, so they were all worried about Whoa. their people. But amazingly, nobody got seasick. And we were just sleeping up on like little thin, like not even a yoga mat, like less than a yoga mat. And you're sleeping like right above the engine on this little built up thing on this little boat. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just a rusty old fucking chug chug boat, you know? And then on the front, we, there was just like no seating or anything. So we're always just sitting around. And then one day I'm just like, oh, look at all these fucking life jackets. And then everybody's sitting on life jackets. We're like, oh, this is so much fucking better. Anyways, um, fast forward, we stopped off a lot of great places, did a lot of stuff, always in the fucking water. Playing around, it was it was just super cool. And then after that, that's when I did some diving there. Um, so I, I met this. Island. That's I, where we are. Yeah, to Flores. Yeah, that's where that's where the boat took us. Um, so I met this girl, Sherry. She's from Switzerland, but her parents are both from the Philippines. If you can kind of get a feel for that, she speaks like eight languages or some shit. She's like one of those languophile people. Nice. Anyway, so I met her on that, and then after that, we ended up traveling together. Is that tapping messing up the thing? Oh, sorry. I talk with my fingers, people. My apologies. Um, 
anyway, so we're traveling together, and now you know we're on taking all these buses. Well, it gets more complex. Sherry. Sherry, yeah. We're on, on the island of Flores. On the island of Flores. So, well, what am I seeing here? Um, I see you and Sherry traveling together. Yeah, we're traveling. Well, I got to give a little more backstory. We're almost there. Sorry, uh, my st- my stories are very uh, convoluted, and they go dude, on for I'm fucking on, ever. I, I hope you drink some Sherry with Sherry. Sherry, baby. Um. Anywho, so we, so we, I meet her on this boat, and then like she's actually going to the Philippines the same day I'm going to the Philippines on the same flight from Bali. Yeah. And then, but we still have, we still have like, um, like I, th- I think we still had a week in Indonesia, something like that. Anyways, we were unaware that on the island of Bali there's this um, festival called the Niepi Festival, where there's a big party the night before, and then the next day there's no electricity, no flights, no nothing. Mm-hmm. We're supposed. We're both flying out the day after the Nepi, so we have to get back there before the Nepi, or we can't be there. If that makes any sense. Anyways, so we, but we didn't. We didn't book flights from Florida's back. Neither of us had. We we're just kind of traveling around, but we just figured we'll figure it out because it's easy to travel around there. You just book the flight on your way to the airport, and you fucking get on the flight, and you're gone. And anyway, it turns out all the flights from where we're at are booked up, and we have to get all the way to the other end of Flores, which is a big ass island. And so we ended up taking a flight from there to Inde, I think it was Inde, and then we have to make it by bus over to this other place to get a flight back to Bali to be there in time before the Niepi, before everything shuts down, so then when the flights open up the next morning at 6 in the morning, we can be at the airport because our flight's super early. So it's kind of like this whole thing. So anyway, we ended up traveling together through that, and now I get to the point that made me think of this whole thing, is we, she, she had this game where you would be, you had to like, yes, no, question, answer, be like, are you in North America? And you had to whittle it down to where you were and all that stuff. So it was a game kind of like this. So anyway, we're on buses, like just all sorts of local buses, stopping off of places, hiking volcanoes when we can, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Done tons of that. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I do it in flip-flops. Really? As long as the guide goes in flip-flops, I go in flip-flops. I've been on some crazy ones where it's just super sharp and it's just like poking through your flip-flops. And then if it rains, then it really gets fucking tricky because you get all slippery, but... It works out. Um, Do you yeah. see inside the lava? Uh, here's the deal. Um, I've been it's to so many. I've, I've been to experience. so many volcanoes, and I, I've never. I had never seen the lava. It's oh, just really? they they go quiet when they want to go quiet. But then a couple of years ago, I was down in Nicaragua, Guatemala. Sorry, Guatemala, and I hiked this. You hike up to this one, which is a safe one because it's not the active volcano. But you have it like you're up on top, like equal with this other volcano that's like belching shit all the time, exploding. Like yeah. middle of the night, you're like, holy fuck! Like the whole, thing. it's all that. And then, but if you're really, really fit and can do it, you can hike down that one. So everybody hikes up as a group, and then me and one other guy, and then one of the guides, we hiked back down that one, and then hiked up the active volcano. So we're right up there, and it's just like belching shit out and fucking throwing stuff, and you're watching. I've never got it. I've never once been able to see down the caldera and see lava, which I've always wanted to. But everywhere I go, everywhere I go, it's like a steamy day or like it's just steam and you don't see anything. Like maybe a faint glow of orange. You're like, ah, oh, you cunt. But anyways, uh, where was I? He's turned into uh, the Australian comic there for a second. <laughs> it comes out, it comes and goes. I'll be a stupid hillbilly here in a second. Who knows? My so. Tell me more about this island besides that there's volcanoes. What else is there? Um, yeah, we stopped off at this little village just hiking around. I mean, what we, we had like? the place ourselves. Describe it. It's, there was a little market. There's lots of hills. You just kind of cruise around. It's just like kind of one is long it road. Is it green? Is it we were kind of high up in the hills, so it's super green, super lush. And, lush. Uh, yeah. Rainy, just, like tropical. 
Oh yeah, it's it's tropical, but you're high up, so it's not that hot. Oh. And you know, I like it heat, so I'm just wearing jump jumper, a little sweatshirt action. Little you know? Yeah, a little sweaty. Um, and you have your clothes in the backpack. Yeah, uh, my oh. backpack's like this for like ten months. It's fucking nothing. Yeah, it's easy. I need, I need, That's all you have. Need shorts, one pair of pants, one pair of shoes for the flight, and a, and a, a sweatshirt. Everything else is t-shirt. How many t-shirts do you have? Like five. Then you keep washing. Yeah. Because you just you, uh, no, I usually just wash them. I take care of my stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you do, well sometimes I wash them by hand because I get so fucking muddy on some of these hikes and shit. And then I gotta clean it all up, wash my flip flops too because they're all filthy all the time. You just gotta take care of your shit, man. That's all. <laughs> what do you use to wash your clothes? In? I take them to somebody usually. There's like all sort. There's always some service, you know. Yeah. Stimulate the local economy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, literally a couple bucks and it's all back. Nice and fresh. Sometimes you even get it put in a dryer so it shrinks it back down to normal size after sweating in it for a week. Interesting. Mm-hmm. The other... Uh... Good douche. This chair's more comfortable than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other segment I have is called Hot Tips. It's time for Hot Tips. It's time for Hot Tips. Dee 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 dee. Hot Tips coming at you. Fuck, it's too hot. <laughs> this tip is going to be too hot. Too, too hot. Um, basically, it's whatever Drenched. you want to tip to the audience. Anything you want. Drenched in habanero hot sauce. That's my tip to the the audience. Trader Joe's habanero hot sauce is a fucking delight. And what also, uh, shrimp tacos that I make. They're pretty fucking banging. You, you, like, this has been Cornita's tacos recently. Delicious. Um, yeah. So you do, like, I just take the shrimp. And then, uh, you know, get it all nice and dry. And I actually found this Cajun season I like on it. It gives it a nice thing. So, fuck it. It's not Mexican. Who cares? It's my Why taco. Why you your <laughs> It just happens, dude. It's like Tourette's. I, I seriously don't. I, there's no effort going into it. It just fucking just does what it wants to come That's out. Cool. It comes That's out. Cool. Yeah. That's beautiful for the podcast. You're welcome. Um, anyway, yeah. You take your shrimp. Get it all nice and dry. Put that dry rub. Shrimp a little bit of pepper. It. No. Uh, pan fry, please. <laughs> Pan fry, and then you take it out and you chop it up, kind of rough chop, and then you throw it back in the pan, oh, and then you get like some pepper jack cheese. Bam! Oh, I didn't want to do emerald. That was unintentional. I don't want to do that one at all. You guys are twat. Um, anyway, yeah, you do that, but you cook that cheese so it kind of starts to get a bit crispy. Okay. And then all you need, you know, you know, like you got your cilantro, your white onion, put that on there, fucking yeah. slice up some avocado nice, and then just dri- nice little couple drips oh. of the habanero hot sauce from Trader Joe's. And it's fucking banging, son! No, not at all. It's just, it's like fucking, so it, it, it's, it's fucking hot. No, no white sauce. Who needs sauce? Sauce. Good. Sauce. Uh, yeah, no, sauce, mayo. No, I'm good. Don't need it. <laughs> just, it, it. I gotta fucking like, work out harder. The audience, he just pointed at his body and <laughs> was like, put, nah, fuck that. Do you think I eat sauce with this body? <laughs> well, guess what? I eat sauce. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that was a bit of a cunt by me. I apologize. <laughs> It's just shit you gotta work off. I don't know, you gotta be, you know, I'm 43. No, 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 no. You gotta be a little smarter. You know, when I was 20, I did whatever the fuck I want. No. And I don't, I don't, it's not like I'm like, ooh, oh, this. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not judging your lifestyle. I'm also like, I don't need, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need anything. It's good. Any questions for me? I love you. Is that a question? Um, I don't know. Pavel, do you enjoy this podcast? I did, that was a lot of Is fun. It, yeah, you've been having fun? I good. have. Sorry if it doesn't look like that. I have never uh, No, I mean, no, you've been yawning. You, you, you had a couple naps. I think there's. I remember, I remember you staring at the ceiling with a face like, what the fuck is he talking about? I, I mean, I think there'll be some editing <laughs> on this one, too. But, like, <laughs> I don't think this one can go out. How many fucking edits. circles can he go in? <laughs>
But I think there's some good content nonetheless. I hope so. I, I hope you've had fun. I hope you don't regret your decision. Not at all. Good. Good, good, good. Um, thanks so much for doing No, it. thanks, buddy. Happy to have been here, and uh, thank you. Podcast! Podcast! Subscribe, like, five stars, please.